0: Dombrowski's 0-2, and there it is. Strikeout number 103 for Trey Dombrowski, and he stands alone. The Monmouth all-time strikeouts record. Preview week, JBS with uh, some of the top draft prospects in New Jersey. We've got one of the top college pitchers certainly in the in the country, let alone the state. It's Trey Dombrowski from Monmouth Wall Township, the Shore, trying to be the second in back-to-back years highly uh, regarded pitcher from the Shore to be picked early in the draft. Shane Panzini was last year, um, but but Trey Day was a big thing in the spring, and uh, looks like either. Next Sunday, the 17th or Monday, the 18th is going to be maybe the biggest trade day of all. So uh, welcome,
1: Trey. Thanks for coming. on. Yeah, off. thank you for having me on. I'm excited to, you know, do this and excited to chat. I'm excited for this whole process, too. Always.
0: This has got to be a crazy time for you. You know, growing up as a huge baseball fan, huge Dodgers fan, because you didn't want to like the Mets or Yankees or Phillies. You wanted to, you know, be traditional to uh, to Brooklyn. But, you know, obviously a huge baseball fan from the from the early days now kind of uh, got to be a little surreal knowing that that things are going to change drastically for you in a, in a week or so.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's a kid's dream, basically. You know, I'm really excited for it. And, you know, it's the process that I love the most because it makes me feel like a kid. And, you know, growing up, like I said, I always wanted to play professional baseball. So it's kind of it's kind of cool to see how the chips are falling. And, what's going to happen. So I'm really excited, but I'm even more excited for my family too. You know, they're excited for me and I can't wait to see how happy they are once it happens.
0: Definitely. I mean, obviously great, great family support, great uh, internal support for, uh, you know, through, through the Monmouth family, through, uh, you know, everything, you know, I guess in a time like this, just having that close network's got to be huge too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And like, the support that comes from wall and kind of like the local towns is unbelievable. That's one thing that's very good about wall is that everybody supports everyone. And, you know, it was funny when me and Volpe played our, basically our whole coaching staff came out and like, that meant a lot to us because we knew we had support at the end of the day. And there's a lot more people pulling for us than we think. So it's, it's surreal.
0: So you brought Volpe up. You know, wall legend like yourself, Johnny Volpe, I'm um, down in the Appalachian League this summer. And, uh, you know, we, we did kind of make a big thing of uh, playing against him for the first time. And uh, he took you deep. Um, you know, that whole day had to have been a weird, I don't know, like how you can describe the uh, the, the feeling from from that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was so different because I've never played a team where I basically knew every kid personally. Yeah. Um, see, yeah, I hung out it. with those rider guys before because I'm best friends with Johnny. So yeah, starting that game was like a little weird at the end of the day because I was like, it almost feels like I'm doing live at-bats right now. Like <laughs> it almost felt like we were just like at a park playing a game instead of it actually being – a college game like that that's what made it really cool but definitely different because I knew everyone so personally and like yeah one through nine like I've chatted with all those kids so it, it was definitely different but it was it was a lot of fun going up against him and it was it was cool for our parents too because they've never seen it so mm-hmm. our families are very close so I, I was happy to see how it uh, went down and you know it was cool to you know face up against them.
0: Yep, yep. Now, you know yourself, outstanding season at at, at Monmouth. You know, uh, all American status. You know, certainly MAC pitcher of the year, um, establishing a, and beating out Pat Light's. Uh, you know, single season strikeout record. Um, how are you going to look back at the the Monmouth ta- your time at Monmouth?
1: You know, I'm forever forever grateful for it. To be honest. Um, one, because it was close to home, and second of all, I got to play with my older brother for luckily two years when it was only supposed right. to be one, but then COVID kind of changed that. So, you know, I, I'm forever thankful for it because of the support I got from there, Was just, like, it was almost, like, so much that you were like, holy crap, this is insane. And I'm thankful that my parents got to come to every game. You know, that kind of a tradition I do is – I make sure to find them and I make sure to wave to them, whether I'm on the mound or not. um, I just always want to wave to them and thank them for always coming because they don't have to come. But, you know, it definitely means a lot to me seeing whether it be my mom and dad or my aunts and uncles, grandparents, you know, they, they come out. And I always make it kind of a priority to acknowledge them because I'm so thankful for them coming. And I absolutely love the support I get.
0: Definitely. Now, this is a a, a strange summer for a, another reason. You know, obviously, with the draft coming, that's going to be you know, an exciting thing. But but, you know, you've always played in the summer. Um, you know, last year at this time was really when you kind of established yourself nationally with, uh, you know, being the Cape Cod pitcher of the year. Um, this year, it's different. You know, you're, you're not playing. So so I guess my questions would be, you know, how does that feel? you know, not being on the diamond right now, but, but also, you know, tell us what you're doing to prepare for, you know, the next chapter.
1: You know, it's a little weird, like you said, because I've never really been home and I've never really like focused solely on training. Like over the summer, I've always been playing. Um, But right now I I'm absolutely just having a ton of fun with myself. You know, I'm going to the gym, working out with CJ, um, throwing, and, you know, my whole thing is when I get to camp, hopefully, I want to make an impression. Like, holy crap, that kid really worked his tail off over the summer, and he he's ready for it. Um, but one thing I, I really love about it is I get to spend time with my family. This is the first time that I'm really home in the summer with them. So uh, we're actually going on a family vacation this weekend, which my mom's got seven brothers and sisters. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of people there. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about it because I get to spend some really quality time with them before, you know, hopefully my life changes forever for the good. And, you know, I'm just taking it one day at a time and just, you know, enjoying the moments because basically I'm not going to get this time back. And it's, it's a time to kind of cherish in a sense because I want draft day to be really special.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, we don't know how things are going to shake out at, on, on draft day. If you take take stock in, in what you read and, and mock projections, you know, you've kind of got that, you know, third, fourth round, uh, you know, slot kind of, you know. But but obviously, I always think that that means it could be second, it could be fifth, it could be, you know, there, there are a lot of factors in there. Um, what would you say to, you know, you went the the route of staying local. You know, playing in the Northeast. You know, other guys who you know are in the same position maybe don't get that national um, respect right away because you know of where they're playing. But but you know, to to stay with their goals and and realize that you know you can you can make it from anywhere.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of realized that when you know, you start to see names go off the board early in previous years when you're like, holy crap, they went to a small school too. It kind of gives you the confidence to be like, all right, you just, you basically have to ball out. Like, that's all you have to do. And you just have to focus on yourself in a sense. Like, you gotta just keep going and kind of not listen to the outside noise in a sense. Like, play for your team, play for yourself. And you know, go out and showcase what you got, because at the end of the day, if you can play, you can play. Um, And that's what I've really realized.
0: You know, part of of trade day this year, part of your bump days, we're were always that nice collection of uh, scouts with the guns, tracking every pitch. What enabled you to block that out and, and focus, you know, on what was in front of you? Um, and was that an easy transition you know from you know to you know previous to you know to to last summer to to you know now where you know where you were the guy this year
1: yeah you know over the summer it was definitely new to me um see one thing my sports psychologist told me was like just pretend everyone's your mom and dad back there like everyone's Mm -hmm. just like it's your parents like no one's different from them like just think it's them. Um, And that kind of helped me immensely because it was like, you know what, this is a game. Like what I do is, is what I do. You know, I, I'm going to go out there and give my best effort and whether they like it or not is up to them. Uh, So one thing I really did was just say, you know what, everyone back there is my mom and dad and I'm going to have fun doing this. And I'm just going to go out and like I said, compete to the point where it's like, you're going to have to take me off the mound like just show, show what you got and make sure you're having fun doing it because if you don't have fun doing it it's really going to eat you up and that's one thing i really realized was go have fun and just be who you are stay true to yourself
0: so really that mindset of you know control what you can and and you know i mean and, and with the with the crowds there nobody wants to see somebody do poorly everybody yeah, they might not be your mom and dad, but they're they're definitely wanting you to, you know, they want to see you do well. You know, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's, it, I think you know, coming from, you know, from from the area, it seems like a lot of people sort of uh, sort of were your mom and dad anyway, as far as uh, you know, pulling for you. I mean, you you know, when you when you see the reactions that you get from, you know, people in the community, it's got to be rewarding, like you're doing something
1: right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. And like I said before, like wall township is really cool because it's like a tight knit group in a sense. Like everyone knows everyone. And there were so many people that came out to my games that I was like, holy crap, this support is unreal. Like, it's so cool to see people just come out and kind of show that you have support. And especially being local, it's easy to do that. So I, I, I'm forever grateful for it.
0: Definitely. Um. So we said the Dodgers. Right? I mean, that, that came from uh, from your dad, I guess? From my grandfather. Grandfather, okay. And he was from, from Brooklyn. So he was a Brooklyn Dodgers fan then?
1: So, yeah, they lived here growing up, but he was a huge Brooklyn Dodgers fan. So then once they moved out to L.A., they were L.A. Dodger fans. And then growing up, huge Clayton Kershaw fan. So that's kind of why I rooted for them.
0: You, meant, you mentioned Clayton Kershaw. You know, it's obviously uh, – we're on the brink of, you know, your pro career starting, and it, it may be the Dodgers, maybe 29 other teams, but, but what other guys that, that you watch that you, you know, enjoy watching a lot?
1: Um, you know, I feel like Justin Verlander is definitely a cool one because he's been doing it for so long. Um, that's obviously on the pitching side, but like the hitting side, I think it would be really cool to kind of like Mike Trout, Shohei Otani, Mookie Betts, like, Obviously, all of them, but I guess, like, an under-the-radar kind of guy is, like, I don't know. I'm trying to – I don't really know, but, like, I guess I can go to the Dodgers because that's who I rooted for. Like, I know all of them. Um, So, like, I guess just most of the guys is is what I would say. Um, But Clayton Kershaw is definitely number one for me.
0: So you're you know being Mr. Jersey Shore like you are, um, what are you gonna miss most about really being away? You know, because that's gonna
1: happen. Um, yeah, I, I would say my family and definitely the beach. Um, but you know, it's it's surreal because it kind of starts my adult life in a sense. Like yeah. this is this is kind of where I flip the page. Um, so I, I am really excited, but I am going to miss my mom, my dad, my brother. You know, they they definitely mean a lot to me and they support me all the way through. So they're only a phone call away. So that, that that's what it is at the end of the day. But I, I am really going to miss them.
0: You got to give us Trey's top three beef towns then since you're, uh, you know, you spent so much time down there over the years. I
1: would say Maniswan, Spring Lake, and... I guess you could say Avon. All
0: right, so you're more Central Jersey Beach than uh, than South, right? I mean,
1: South, like, yeah, definitely. Uh, you're not an LBI guy, or even further. No, see, just because we were so close here, it's we've never really. I've obviously gone down there a couple times, but it's always just been Manasquan and the oh, local because, beaches. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: You mentioned the family vacation. Is that I mean, when was the last time you were actually able to to do that? You know, again, not counting a trip to the beach, because that it's not a vacation when you're that close to home.
1: Yeah. So it was funny. Over Thanksgiving break, we actually went down to Naples, Florida, because my family's huge Seton Hall basketball fans and they were playing in Fort Myers. So we all went down there together and spent some good time and you know, it was a lot of fun. But Prior to that, we went to Hershey in 2019, so this is kind of a family ritual for us, and me being home, I get to go on it this year, so I, I am really excited for it. So they went without you, is what you're saying? No, the last two years, we weren't able to go because of okay. COVID.
0: Okay, so this is our, this is our last, uh, last chance before things change, and that's going to be a...
1: Last rodeo.
0: That's right, that's right. Well, that sounds awesome. Um, certainly, we're excited for you. You know, you've proven, you know, uh, locally, you've proven nationally, and uh, you know, opened a lot of eyes along the way. And uh, we can't wait to see where the next chapter is.
1: Yeah, I, I can't wait either. I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm ready to show what I got in a sense, so I, I am excited for it.
0: Absolutely, Cape Pitcher of the Year in 2021, Mac Pitcher of the Year 2022 uh all-american i think second team um this year uh trey dombrowski one of the top lefties one of the top pitchers in the country pride of monmouth university and uh we look forward to seeing what happens in the draft
1: yeah same here thank you for having me on it was it was a blast i love chatting
0: always always we'll talk to you soon trey thank you
1: yep thank you